We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, everybody. I'm Steve Alexander, Dr. A. This is the Roadwire Fantasy Basketball Podcast, an award-winning podcast, I might add. That's Rick Kamla. We're late. It's 5 o'clock. This is more in our wheelhouse, though. We're more like 5 o'clock guys than this 11 o'clock a.m. BS that we do. Nonetheless, let's do this. What is up, everybody? It is the Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast with the OGs, Rick Kamla, Steve Alexander. The in-season tournament is about to tip off here uh, with the uh, Bucks and the uh, Pacers, uh, Dr. A. So uh, let's get into this, man. Let, let's help these people make some money. Probably about, I don't know, 10 minutes until we tip off uh, with all the pomp and circumstance. We got Bucks minus five and a half. Uh, Doc, I've got the Bucks to win and I've got the Pacers to cover. Both teams are in the top five in pace. Uh, the Pacers are one. The Bucks are five. Both want to run, play an up-tempo game. Um, that's advantage Indiana, in my opinion. When Boston was beating them, it was because they had the game at their tempo. Both teams are in the bottom 10 for defense. Indiana's 28th in defensive rating. Milwaukee's 22nd. The Pacers have a much better bench. No Crowder, no Connaughton for Milwaukee. Um, the Bucks don't have a matchup for Tyrese Halliburton. So I believe, Doc... We're going to get a 127-125 uh, kind of game. Uh, great fantasy game for all of us here. Uh, but I, I'm going to take the points, not lay the points, because I think this is going to be a very, very close game. And so I, I'll, I'll take the points here. How are you doing here on Bucks minus five and a half? I'm going Pacers. I'm a homer. I got to do it. Uh, Halliburton's been so good, man. And th this is where the Bucks miss Drew Holiday. Because Drew Holiday would be a shutdown Ty Halliburton guy. He he's not there. Damian Lillard is going to be standing there watching Ty Halliburton run right past him or launching threes over his head. Um, and I feel like the Pacers they're undefeated in this thing. They they seem like a team of destiny. My bold prediction was the Pacers were going to win the East at the beginning of the season. People thought I was insane. They're pretty good, man. And I, I'm kind of blown away by the fact that Rick Carlisle is, he's bought into this whole, let's be fun. Let's be a fun team. Because Rick Carlisle is not normally a fun guy. But he's like, let's be fun. Let's give the fans something they can get behind and root for. And let's just run as fast as we can and not give a damn about defense and just outscore the other guy. So I think it comes down to, do they have anybody who can at least somewhat contain Giannis? If they somewhat contain Giannis and Malik Beasley does not go crazy, I, I think the Pacers win. Um, so I like your breakdown, all of it. Uh, I, I, I just... Um, completed a, I did a Pelicans and Lakers uh, underdog fantasy lineup. And, and I just put one in here, uh, Doc, for this game. And so let's get this out. We'll talk about a bunch of other fantasy stuff uh, once the game has started here. But I got Halliburton 
Uh, Doc, over 40 and a half points and assists. So I'm, I'm taking the rebounds out. He's been a good rebounder, but I don't know. Uh, I feel very good about the points and assists here. 40 and a half points and assists for Halliburton. I'm going over on that. Um, and for uh, Bruce Brown, your guy, uh, he's got a 21 PRA here today, Doc, uh, which is points, rebounds, and assists. And uh, and then I've got Giannis at uh, over 52 and a half PRA, points, rebounds, and assists. I believe that uh, that Giannis and Halliburton are going to be phenomenal today. Uh, again, it's a defense optional game. I think this is going to be a fantasy feast. Uh, there's going to be fast play, lots of shots, lots of missed shots, lots of rebounds, lots of Giannis coming downhill, lots of Tyrese Halliburton with the Halliburton hop. And uh, by the way, uh, has anybody coined that or is that mine, the Halliburton hop? Uh, let's put that out here. Uh, here on the Royal Wire Fantasy Basketball Podcast. But, Doc, that's my uh, underdog fantasy three-pack parlay uh, as I try to turn 10 into 60 here on uh, Giannis over 52.5, Halley over 40.5, P and A, and then your boy Bruce Brown. Bruce Brown shows up in big games. If it's a Tuesday night at home against Detroit, that's not the game to stream Bruce Brown or hit him in DFS. Doc, you know this. Um, going back to his Brooklyn days, when it's and obviously last year at Denver, when it's a big game, Bruce Brown just like activates and it's like he's more caffeinated than usual. And I think we're going to get one of those types of games tonight. Uh, I kind of like the take. Um, yeah, my uh Pacers underdog five leg parlay is kind of boring. It's it, this is <laughs> a swing, this is a swing for the fences. Uh, over one and a half steals for Tyrese. Over one and a half steals for Bruce Brown. Over one and a half three pointers for Brolo. Okay, what? T- tell me that one again. Uh, Lopez was like, "Wait, well, Bruce Brown is one and a half steals." Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, I'm not saying that to you. I'm saying that to that. That number should be one. That number shouldn't be one and a half. All right. Well, Lopez is what now? One and one and a half triples. What? I love that. I, I miss that one. One and a half threes for Brooke Lopez in this. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love that. He'll get that in the first quarter. Dude, I love that bet. All right. What else? Uh, Miles Turner with a double double. He's got a big old, it's got a big old pepper next to it. That's a, it's a hot pick. And then Obi Toppin, the guy that let me down with no rebounds in the second half last game. I got him at higher than 15 and a half points and rebounds. And Rick, there's a new tool at Rotowire to do this with. And they they break down all of these bets. It tells you how often they hit. It tells you what Rotowire's take on it is. Um it it's good stuff. I use that to put this together. I'm gonna let you talk for a minute and then I'm oh, it's right here. Um what is the link for that? It's it's um it's at rotowire.com. I think you can try it for free. I'll put a link out to it on uh, Twitter when we're done because I don't know the actual you know how to tell you to get there, but it's it's uh it's pretty sweet. They you can do best uh best prize picks, picks, you can do best underdog picks, you can narrow it down to whatever uh format you're playing in, and it, it it's it's pretty cool. And if I win, then I'm going to be really all about it. Um, I love it, dude. Uh, he's got Halliburton over one and a half steals. Bruce Brown over one and a half steals. Lopez over one and a half threes. Turner, a double-double. And Obi Toppin over 15 and a half points and rebounds. Uh, we'll get into uh, Pelicans-Lakers later on in the show here, but I wanted to unpack that uh, before the game tipped, which is very soon here. Um, and uh, Chow Chad, uh, TTV, says desperate tonight playing catch-up. Who is more likely to get over eight minutes tonight, Chris Livingston or Maxwell Lewis? Yeah, it's that grim. Um, Chow Chad, wow. it ain't going to happen for you. Leave them <laughs> on waivers and keep it moving with your life. And if you take an L this week, you take an L this week. Like I'm I'm in arrears in a couple of my fantasy games this week because of Monday night. And, uh, and I didn't have enough dudes and I maybe had three and the other guy had six. And so it sets you back and you're playing catch up all week. I completely get it. Um, but those aren't the guys. I, I don't think Chris Livingston or Maxwell Lewis are going to get a single second in this basketball game, possibly doc. If it's a, 
if they're 30 point blowouts and there's garbage time in the fourth quarter. But uh, Chow Chad, I, I think is up uh, up the creek here. Dude, Chow Chad could ask Charles Barkley what sport those guys play, and he may not get it right. I mean, you're talking scraping bottom bottom of the barrel right there. And I'm with you. I if either one of those guys get eight minutes, it would be nothing short of a uh, Christmas miracle. <laughs> Coming early here on December 7th. Rick Kamla, Steve Alexander, a.k.a. Dr. A. We're the OGs, and this is the Roto-Wire Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Um, so let's dive into some of this here, uh, Doc A, and we'll, uh, we got our eye on the game, and uh, it's about to tip off, and so psyched about um, these in-season tournament Final Four games tonight. Um, let's start with this, Doc. Heading into this uh, two-pack of Final Four games, who is the MVP of the in-season tournament heading into the semifinals here. Uh, I've got Tyrese Halliburton, Doc. Um, it's the eye test. It's the stat test. Uh, Hoopsite does a global rating for players, and, uh, and it's a really cool metric, and it's efficiency, and it's all the, the you know, it's all that kind of stuff. But um, um, and they rank them. It's not a fantasy ranking. It's a reality ranking, right? Um, but it's Hoopsite, Hoopipe's global rating. Halley is first. Giannis is second. Jokic is third, Dame is fourth, okay? And then LeBron is fifth, and I'll stop right there. Halliburton is two of their global rating points above Giannis, which is a big gap. Um, and so statistically, he's kind of sort of lapping the field here. And they're 5-0, and oh, um, and we have the win uh, at Philly, and we have the win at home against Boston. So is, is there any doubt to you that Halliburton is the MVP of this uh, tournament here so far? So far, he is. I mean, we, you can't argue with any of it. They haven't lost a game. Uh, the crowd, the Indiana crowd, is literally in a fever over this thing. And I, I'm sure there are watch parties going on in Indy for this game. But they got to win tonight for him to complete the complete the, the circle, I guess. Uh, so, I mean, it comes down to who wins tonight. I, I still... I'm kind of feeling like Anthony Davis and the Lakers could end up taking this whole thing. Um, but, you know, Davis is down there at number eight. So Le LeBron's even in front of him. So he's, he's got some work to do. He's going to have to ball out uh, today and Saturday if that's going to happen. But if the Pacers win tonight and Halberton plays well again, which he's going to because they don't have anybody who can stop him, uh, He's got a real good chance. Um, the Lakers don't have anybody that can stop Halliburton either, uh, nor do the New Orleans Pelicans. Um, Steve mentioned it. Like Drew Holiday? Yeah. Drew Holiday could take a piece out of uh, Drew Holiday, although we just saw that game on Monday, and Drew Holiday had his way with even the great Drew Holiday, who was pathetic on the offensive end of that basketball game. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, <laughs> I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shea Serrano. And we are back. 
We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shea Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture-themed trophies for six basketball-related activities. Trophies like the Dominic Toretto I Live My Life a Quarter Mile at a Time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina Wine Mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So uh, Halliburton is in the lead right now, guys, for uh, MVP of the in-season tournament. Look, you're going to have to win these next two games. You, th- we're, we're not going to have a Jerry West 1969 where you lose the finals to the Celtics and you get the finals MVP. It's the only time that's ever happened. And, you know, Doc A, in, in America, dang it, we don't give awards to runner-ups, okay? Win the tournament, and the best player on the team that wins the tournament will win the MVP of this tournament. So Hallie's got two more um, to go. All right. I will say this. Go ahead, Doc. Halliburton, the numbers he's put up so far, I could see them losing in the finals and him winning MVP. Yeah, I, I, I love you like a bro, but I think you're nuts. His numbers right now are 28 in the tournament, 28 points, five rebounds, 13 assists, and very high efficiency. I mean, I I don't know. That triple-double, his first ever triple-double came at the right time. I, I don't know. I, I could see it happening. Uh, and also, I think New Orleans does have a possible Ty Halliburton stopper in Herbie Jones. Uh, Herb Jones is I, – I he is the potential Halliburton stopper if they get that far. But like I said, like Herb Jones is a stud. Uh, it, Halliburton just cooked Drew Holiday. Like I, he's almost a, just an unstoppable supernova of a player right now. Um, and they're about to uh, to tip this thing off um, on uh, let's see what network. This one's ESPN. ESPN. They're they're putting all the announcers together from Turner and ESPN. And uh, but the uh, late night game tonight will be on um, TNT. But uh, it is Cam. It is Doc. We are the OGs, and this is the uh, RotoWire Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Um, Doc, I want to get you into Desmond Bain here. Uh, we had some sensational performances last night. Uh, I I look at the Luca 29 point first half triple double and I'm like, all right, cool. It was against the jazz. They lost by 50 The jazz. They're more of a dumpster fire than Detroit or Memphis right now. Uh, they're just not even competing at all. Um, and then you had a bead with the 50, but Bain had 49. Okay. A career high six boards, seven assists. Um, the only grizzly to hit those numbers, um, ever, uh, on the season, he's going 25, 5, and 5. Uh, his shooting splits are down from what we know them usually to be, but that's all right. We get it. You don't have your point guard shorthanded. 47, 38, and 86, though. He's still flirting with 50, 40, 90. Bringing you defense, he's got 2.2 combined stocks. And uh, and it's just been absolutely terrific. But, Doc, I believe with John Morant coming back, uh, they've played 20 games, five more suspension games to go. And then, uh, and then Ja will be back. And we're going to see Bain's numbers come down from 25, 5, and 5. Um, and the efficiency is going to go up, but he's not going to score 25 points per game. So where are you at with this? I would investigate trading Desmond Bain right now um, and looking. Maybe I could parlay him and another dude um, into a really big boy um, and just make a run at Halliburton or something. See what your league says. Desmond Bain's numbers are fantastic right now. Very sellable. And so I'm not saying give them away, but Doc, I would shop um, Desmond Bain here because once we get a week out, Doc, and it's like John Morant's coming back and headlines start to pop and, you know, videos start to surface of him working out and all this kind of stuff. I think your opportunity is going to be over at that point. But we're here five games out. 
about a week and a half out. I think now's the time to pounce if you want to try to sell high with Desmond Bain. Where are you at with that? You know, it's interesting. Uh, also, I'm losing my voice here, so just bear with me. Um, the whole reason I was so high on Desmond Bain was the 25 games of Ja being out. And my boy Vaughn at NBC kind of ripped me when I drafted Desmond Bain in the second round in one of our drafts. But he was totally worth it. He's, he's a top 20 guy right now. Um, I don't think he's going to drop very far when Ja comes back. He's going to take a little bit of a hit, but he should also have more open looks. Um, Jaw's going to be dominating the ball, but Bain has been good with Jaw in the past. So I'm, I still think Bain's going to be a big part of what they do. I, I think things are going to be easier for him. The numbers might come down a little bit, but the efficiency might go up. I'm not like panic trading Desmond Bain right now, but I'm I'm okay with looking into moving him. For, for you need a stud, you need a top 20 guy coming back, though, to do it. Uh, yeah, there's no doubt about that. It's got to be, uh, it, it's got to be a heavyweight coming back. Um, for Desmond Bain, Brolo for three. <laughs> yeah, he did. He just said a three. Hey, uh, uh, quick before we move on, uh, to our next bit here. Um, I don't know if you were watching at the point where they were showing Rick Carlisle addressing his team. Um, before the game and behind Rick Carlisle were all kinds Ooh, Miles Turner just put Giannis in the rim um there were uh, a bunch of Jimmy John sandwiches behind Rick Carlisle okay that makes me like the Pacers plus five and a half even more today they're 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 powered in high octane with uh the greatest sub sandwich there is Jimmy John so Doc let's have a a, a quick uh sub debate here are, are you uh are you a Jimmy John's guy are you a firehouse guy like wh wh which one are you uh, uh digging the most I'm down with both. I mean, I, I like all of them too, Jersey Mike's, but if you had a preference of one, which one are you going with? Well, I was initially a firehouse guy, but I've come to love the cold sub and bread combination of Jimmy John's. I mean, that Turkey Tom is money, bro. <laughs> I, I'll tear up some of that Turkey Tom. <laughs> You are killing me. Not I love there. it. Uh, I'm a JJ Gargantuan guy. Uh, I, I I go I go for the gusto at Jimmy John's, man. I'm Turkey Tom all the way. Hey, while we're talking about companies and selling sandwiches, let's talk about Underdog for a second. We've we already had, but Underdog Fantasy, Rick, as you know, is the number one platform for NBA best ball and DFS player pick'em contests. If you haven't tried Underdog yet. New underdog users receive a first-time deposit bonus up to 100 bucks and a free six-month subscription to RotoWire with the promo code RWNBA. That's RWNBA promo code. Visit underdogfantasy.com or download the Underdog app today. Use promo code RWNBA. Claim your free RotoWire subscription and deposit bonus. Rick, Ken Kreitz, the K-Train, was kind of making fun of me the other day. He's like, dude, you've really bought into this underdog thing. Like, you're playing underdog all the time. And I'm like, I am. And the thing I like about it, you can bet $5. You can bet $10. You can bet $1. And if you pick all those pepper picks, you can hit for 100 bucks on a $1 bet. And even more than that, I think. And that that's pretty fun just to get in there and play with. So if you're scared about, oh, I don't want to become addicted to gambling. My wife will kill me if I'm in there spending money. Just play for a dollar. It's fun. Um, I, I love underdog fantasy. I, I think I, I like the layout. Um, I, I like it's easy, and, and I like um, you know, the, they'll do a point prop and a point rebound prop and a point and assist prop and a point rebound and assist prop, and um, it's just it's it's everything you want right there. It, it really is. It's uh. I just, you're right. It's easy. Um, it's uh, it's a piece of cake. And I don't want to mention other platforms' names that are competing with Underdog, but I, I think Underdog's got, like, uh, it, it just, it looks better. It's easier. Um, I've got other platforms that I can do uh, daily fantasy betting on, okay? But but I'm Underdog Fantasy is where I'm doing it right now, and, and I'm enjoying the heck out of it. Um, all right, Doc. So uh, the in-season tournament going on here, Milwaukee with a 13-10 to 10 lead over the Indiana Pacers uh, very early in this game. I want to have a Golden State Warriors conversation with you here. 
Um, we saw Kaminga get completely yo-yoed by Steve Kerr last night. All right. And Kaminga's not a big fantasy guy, but uh I just follow me here. I want to take us he down. He should uh, be. Well, he should be. Thank he you. He would and be somewhere else. Uh, good point. Good point, Doc. You got me there. I mean, obviously it's Kerr and he doesn't like young players and doesn't trust them, blah, blah, blah. That's why Wiseman's in Detroit. That's why Poole is in Washington. Um, good point by you, bro. So uh, so obviously Kaminga was the story of the game. Didn't play in the first half, and then he had 13 points on perfect shooting in the second half. Okay, it was the difference in the game. But Steve Kerr after the game talked about, you know, night to night we're going to have different rotations and things are going to look different. And I, Steve Kerr is one of the most stubborn coaches. So to have him talk about different optionality night to night speaks of how awful this basketball team is and how desperate he is. Guys, that was a losing effort last night against Portland. I don't know if you all stayed up late to watch that game. The Warriors won, okay, but they should not have. And you won by four over the Portland Trailblazers who lost Brogdon in the game. They got Simons back and they didn't have Grant or Aiden. Okay, that should have been a 15 point beat down by the Golden State Warriors, but it wasn't. So I wonder, Doc, if um, if Clay Thompson and Andrew Wiggins um, are on notice as well now. Okay, Uh, obviously, Kaminga has been uh, the yo-yo guy for Kerr. I get that. And he's relied on Wiggins and Clay, won championships with Clay, won with Wig. I get all of that, man. But and then it's a bigger conversation, right, about. Are Clay and Wiggins the two biggest fantasy disappointments this year? Because the numbers, Steve, are god awful. They're atrocious. All right. So I if if you're gonna yank around Jonathan Kaminga, who's 11 points in 19 minutes and actually been pretty solid for your team in a limited role, Clay Thompson's been garbage. Wiggins has been even more garbagey than Clay Thompson. Why are we yanking these guys in and out of the starting lineup for his uh for his teacher's pet, uh Pojemski, your boy Pojemski? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Kerr is just sticking with his guys. And his guys are Wiggins and Clay. I mean, Clay looks washed up, dude. I mean, he looks washed right now. Is he going to look washed by the time Christmas gets here? Hopefully not. I mean, I, I root for, for Clay. I want Clay to do well. But so far, man, he's he's not, he doesn't look confident shooting the ball. He doesn't look right shooting the ball and you know you want clay to feel good about his shot even if even even if it doesn't go in you want him to miss six in a row and then still shoot it with that confidence he does not look like that right now so i i don't know man i i hope he's not washed but he he does not look right and wiggins my goodness, put him over there in Washington with Tyus Jones and Jordan Poole and just bus city. <laughs> There's no doubt about it, dude. There is no doubt about it. Uh, so let me give you Clay Thompson's numbers here, man. Listen, and I agree with you. I'm a Clay Thompson guy. I like Clay Thompson. I think he's got, I don't know him. Um, but I, I like his style. I like, uh, I like the, not like what he wears. I just kind of like the way he talks and he's a deep thinker. And, um, I don't know. I, I'm just a clay guy and, and we've seen him win and all this kind of stuff. 15 and a half points. I thought he was going to be at about 23 or 24 doc, 39.7% from the field. Oh, you gotta be kidding me, dude. 35% on threes. Okay. And this is over uh, 30 minutes a game. It's brutal. It's brutal. And let me, let me sing you a song here about Andrew Wiggins. Okay. Uh, you mentioned the K train, Ken, Ken Kreitz. Um, he's in the Cam Dynasty, uh, the Dynasty League 14 teamer uh, head to head that I commissioned. Steve is in this league as well. Shout out to uh, K train, me and him, and Darren Wilson, who's a media guy in Minneapolis, a great media guy in Minneapolis, uh, are all sort of right up there for first place. We're about one uh, game away from each other. Um, and so, you know, we're, we're in this to win this, man. Um, and Ken won it last year, okay? So we give him those flowers. Um, K-Train tried to shop Andrew Wiggins and then dropped Andrew Wiggins, okay? And then I picked up Andrew Wiggins when he was hurt. He had this little finger thing, right? Kept him in the, the little IR spot for a minute on fan tracks and, uh, and, and left him there through last night because I'm like, this guy, this guy ain't it. Doc, I just dropped Andrew Wiggins 
to pick up Rui Hachimura and stream him because of the limited game factor with uh, the in-season tournament in only two games. I just dropped Andrew Wiggins for a streamer. Are you kidding me? In a 14-team dynasty league, Doc. That's how bad it's gotten for Andrew Wiggins, man. That says it all. I mean, it's bad. And Kerr is sticking with him through thick and thin, even when Kuminga goes off and does what he's supposed to do. Like, I, dude, I, Kerr's going to have to, he's, he's going to have to take a Chetty pill. You know, it's hard to suck it down, but you're going to have to make a decision. I, I, I would be playing Kuminga. Okay, what, what is it? What is it? I, and I think we've gotten to that point, Doc. I'm with you. Again, it's not working. You're under a 500. Chetty pill. You're, you're, a Chetty you're, pill. You're, uh, you're, okay. you're, you're below the playing tournament right now if you're the Warriors. I, I think desperate times call for desperate measures. What a Chetty pill? I thought you were playing yeah. the Chet Holmgren card. No, it's Chet Chetty Osman. Uh oh, last year. I see. Or two years ago, uh Matt Straup and I were doing a podcast, and he said something like, Chetty Osman, man, he's just he's just so hard to trust. And I'm like, Man, that Chetty pill is a tough one to swallow, but sometimes you just have to <laughs> suck it down. And sometimes you just need to throw Chetty in your lineup and see what happens. But he's a, it's a tough pill to swallow. And that's where we are with Kuminga. Like, Kerr, ah. suck it up, put Kuminga in there and let him play. I mean, shake up, shake up the rotation. Give your guys some life. Put Kuminga in there and let him do his thing. Andrew Wiggins does not deserve to start for this basketball team. I mean, it, I believe he's at like 0.6 stocks. Uh, you can look it up. Yeah, I, it's like it's like 0.2 blocks, 0.4 steals. It's like, what? That's like R.J. Barrett bad. That's like Allen Houston bad. Yeah, Allen Houston. Allen Houston was, uh, was he even an overrated? Uh, uh, well, it, uh, anyway, was he even a rated fantasy guy? I know, you know. Hit uh, uh, hit buckets and hit threes and all that. But, man, he was a two-category guy. Points, threes, and gave you nothing else. Shout out to the great um, Alan Houston. So, uh, Doc, uh, we have a, a comment here from uh, – let me pull this up here. Admiral Nita um, says, sell high on Kobe White with Zach Levine out another two to four weeks. Or is Kobe <laughs> a hold with a trade looming? And he says, 12-T uh, cap. Uh, what does the T mean there, uh, Doc? Teams. Oh, 12 teams. My bad. Um, I thought it was some kind of anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, I'm not selling high with Kobe White, Doc. I'm not selling high with Kobe White. I, I want to see, first of all, the next month or so, he should be, I don't know about a rock star, but he should be very, pardon me, very solid over the next month. Um, with Zach Levine out before they trade Zach Levine. I believe Zach Levine's played his last game with the Chicago Bulls, guys. I think this is um the soft launch of that. They're not coming out and saying it. Um, but Sharani is saying that he'll be out the next three to four weeks. Guess what that butts up to? January 15th, when all the free agents signed in the offseason can then be traded um, during that next season. So uh, Levine's played his last game with the Bulls, man. But I'm holding on to Kobe White, Doc. How about you? He's inefficient. I don't love everything he does, but he has one really good game per week. He has two decent games a week. And then he has one where it's kind of like, oh, man, he just killed me. Uh, <laughs> you ain't lying. You know, I, it's a roller coaster ride. <laughs> it is, but the the highs are better than the lows, and I, I'm I'm down with Kobe White. I think Zach Levine is done in Chicago. I'm with you there. Uh, I don't even know if he's really hurt. Honestly, uh, he just doesn't. He's not happy. They're 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 not happy with him. I think that relationship is broken. And I think it's Kobe White's year to do whatever he wants to do. So I'm hanging in there with Kobe. Um, they just uh, they just paid Kobe too. Um, I see the Mannings up here in a, some kind of betting ad. Are you tired of the Mannings? Nah, you're not tired of the Mannings. Nah, they have not reached the point of overexposure for you right now. Pay I mean, they're over, they're overexposed, but I still. I mean, I'm a pay dude. I I had season tickets in the Peyton heyday. In Indianapolis, like, I'm talking about guy. guy. I'm talking when, when when Peyton left when he was done in Indy. The, the Colts have never been the same. It's hard for me to get excited about the Colts. 
I, I miss Peyton. So anytime I see Peyton, I'm down. Understood. Uh, do you feel like, uh, are you tired of seeing Travis Kelsey on TV? Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> got him. I got him. Oh my goodness. Makes me want, I want the Chiefs to lose every game they play. <laughs> I don't need to hear about oh, Taylor moving into his damn mansion. I don't need to hear about Kelsey or his mansion. I don't need to see Kelsey's tweets from when he was in high school and couldn't <laughs> write an English sentence. And Dion too, man. Dion, you know, this is why we can't have anything nice in America. Something, <laughs> something cool happens and then we blow it up. And run it into the ground. I mean, I don't need to hear Dion's name again this year. I don't need to hear Kelsey. I don't care about the Eras Tour. I don't care about any of it. Oh, my God. I'm so glad I went there. That was extraordinary. It was. Yeah. Absolutely extraordinary. I got a question um, for you. My, my Disco Biscuits are going on tour soon. Uh, a little uh, winter into, into spring and summer tour. So, so you got that going on. Uh, anyway, go ahead. You have been throwing the word stocks around a lot. Are you mad at me? Deals and blocks combined. Not a fan of stocks. Um, I'm, I'm a not... fan of the fantasy gold that is stocks. <laughs> not a fan of the word. I don't use it. I don't write it. I don't say it. Um, I it, it makes me cringe a little bit. Like when I see... Taylor Swift at a God blessed Chiefs game. Okay, now, I'm not uh, saying you can't use it. I'm just saying it's not my jam. Um, it's look, it it's I don't really say it it's, a lot, but it's easy. But when uh, but when you you know, so I would look. I was almost dead on with Andrew Wiggins. I said uh, it was about point six stocks. Right, he's point seven. 0.3 blocks, 0.4 steals for Andrew Wiggins. He's a one-one guy. He's usually terrible. always around one block, one steal. Um, so that's uh, that's been terrible, man. Absolutely terrible. All right, Doc. Uh, let's uh, let's fire up some of the uh, chat comments right here. Um, Chow Chad uh, had a legitimate question that we can actually sink our teeth into, as opposed to uh, and Chow Chad, we're messing with you here. Uh, the Livingston and Maxwell Lewis. I mean Maxwell freaking Lewis. I forgot he was even on the Lakers. Um, but Chow Chad says, uh, where's his note here? Do you think this fix is JJJ? Yes. JJJ needs John Morant back in the worst way. Uh, we were just talking about Kelsey being overexposed and the man, I think the Mannings are overexposed. I love them, but they're overexposed, right? I mean, they are, you know, don't hate on Eli. Don't sleep on that resume. All right. Eli is top 10 QB all time, man. Um, but anyway. Um, I think John Morant coming back is going to fix uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. He's like for Bain, right? He's a shot hunter and he's a ball handler and he can play make a little bit. So, okay, no job. That just means more of me. Um, but Jaron Jackson Jr. is not, he was not put on earth to be a go-to guy, to be a dump it down into the hole and have him pivot and make post moves. Um, obviously, it can't be a staple of your offense, JJJ launching threes. I mean, he's good at it, but it can't be a staple of your offense. So I believe John's return will fix Jaron Jackson Jr. Uh, tell Chow Chad what you think about that. No, I agree. I think it's going to help. I think it's going to make his life easier. JJJ's big problem has been a lack of blocks and really bad shooting. And when John's on the court, Desmond Bain's going to be open. JJJ's going to be open. I, I do think it's going to help Jaron Jackson Jr. a lot. But having said that, Jaron Jackson Jr. is also helping himself right now. His last two games, 37 points and nine boards with a steal and a block, two stocks, uh, 13 to 21 shooting. And then he hit 10 to 20 against Detroit. That was a must-win game for Memphis. They treated it like so. They won the game. He had 24 points, three blocks, four rebounds, shot it well. That's two games in a row where he's looked better than he's looked all season. So I think JJJ's already turned the corner. And when you throw John Morant back into that mix, uh, I think he's going to kind of take off. Um, I like the answer there a lot, man. Uh, so let's go to another comment here. Um, and his name is uh, Paul Yasung Um. Um, He says, should I trade Markinen, Kuzma, and Melton for Adebayo and Tatum? 
And the question at the end is really the key question. Is this a fair trade that wouldn't get vetoed? Uh, I would veto this trade. No way. No way. Melton, to me, is is on the fringe, man. It Like, if this was three dudes like Markinen and Kuzma and then another guy like that, and you're, you're kind of bundling a three-pack to go get a two-pack, um, I get it, but this is not a three-pack. This is a two-and-a-half-pack. Um, now, look, uh, uh, Paul, what I would do is offer the trade, okay? And if they accept the trade, then they accept the trade. And then if there's backlash in the league and they try to undo the trade, well, then they do, okay? And you got to deal with that. But you'll never know until you do it. And I would happily turn Lowry Markin and Kyle Kuzma, the shutdown guys, way forward. Both of those guys will be shut down. Uh, in late March, uh, maybe even early March, okay? Both of them, I promise, will be shut down. And uh, and Melton, come on, man. Uh, it, it's a no-brainer. The no, the, the non-no-brainer is will it be vetoed, Doc? Well, you know, I'm an, I'm a non-veto guy. I don't think trades should be vetoed. If you're, if you're savvy enough of a fantasy manager and you work the, the deal hard enough that you can pull that off and get – Adebayo and Tatum for those guys, those shutdown guys plus Melton, you do it all day. And let's say you spend a week working on getting that deal done. You finally talk the guy into it. Props to you, man. I, I think you should be rewarded for that, not, not penalized. So I hate trade vetoes. They make me really angry because the reality is you don't know who wins the trade until after the season. You just don't know. And who's to say one of those studs isn't going to get hurt? Uh, who's to say Markinen doesn't play the whole season? You know, you don't know what's going to happen. So if you work your butt off and make a great trade for your team, I hate when those get vetoed. And and it, it sends bad vibes and bad blood through the league. You get mad at your boys. They get mad at you. And it just causes drama. And the last thing any of us want out of our fantasy league is drama. Whew, I've had a tumultuous relationship with, with League Freak, the league I invented and created, uh, and I'm not in right now. Um, uh, and I, I'm not out of it now because of drama. Um, it's it's a really, really pricey league. And I, I just, I don't, I don't have the stomach for Are you still in League Freak, Doc? Nope. It's just, it's like... Somebody else took over and became the commissioner and they ramped up the entry fee. It's like way into the hundreds. So I'm like, I'm good. I'm, I'm good on that. Um, and that's uh, a league. That's a league for people who have real jobs and don't just talk about sports all day. <laughs> uh, somewhere in there, you might be right about that, Doc. Uh, somewhere in there. All right. Uh, let's tell the people here. Uh, the Bucks are up 29 to 23 over the Pacers here late in the first quarter. Uh, McConnell missed a shot with the uh, rebound of Portis. All right, let's uh, let's look ahead to Lakers and Pelicans here a little bit, man. Um, did you do uh, Doc a uh, underdog fantasy lineup for the Lakers and Pelicans tonight? And if not, I can uh, I can get us going here. You let me. Oh know. yeah, I did. I did like ten of them, of course. Oh my god, I love it. Uh, I'm gonna do more than than what I have right here, uh, and, and I, I may add these and then because um, the three that I got, Doc, I really like, and I might. Um, like enlarge this and have just the three pack one and then make it like a six or seven and really try to, I don't know, have some fun with it. But uh, talk to me. Brolo, man. Brolo update. He's already hit two, three pointers. I knew it. Quarter. Man. Gosh, when you said that doc, I, I missed that, man. I, I did. I was, I was scrolling through. I don't know. I, I you know, sometimes you just miss it. I, I missed that one, man. I, I would have definitely added that to my uh, Pacers and Bucks, uh, uh, parlay here. That that was a really good call by you, man. Thanks. Um, any any other updates from the box score you'd like to drop on us? Well, Ty, Ty Halliburton, it looks like a monster again. Like uh, he's he's getting what he wants, and uh, it's a close game. End of the first quarter. It's going to be fun. All right, let's talk about these. Uh, what? Give me your underdog. Give me one of your underdog uh, Lakers. Okay, <clears throat> first of all, Zion Williamson. Um, Doc, did you look at Zion Williamson's uh, points number on Underdog Fantasy? Did you do you do you happen to know what it is off the top of your head? It's uh, twenty-two no. and a half. Twenty-two and a half. Does that okay. sound does that does that sound a little low to you? 
Sounds a little low to me. I love Zion over 22 and a half uh, points tonight. Um, CJ McCollum, 17 and a half points. And here's why I like CJ. Uh, uh, Bucks up 29-27, end of one. Uh, pardon me one second here, Doc. Um, here's why I like CJ. It's 17 and a half. Uh, CJ is a rise to the occasion guy. This is a rise to the occasion game. But I'm burying the lead here. I believe Brandon Ingram is going to have a tough game tonight, Doc. Uh, we saw Devin Booker struggle against all of the waves of Laker defenders um, with Vanderbilt and uh, Reddish and Prince, and all these guys are healthy right now. Vanderbilt's probably going to play a little bit more than he played in the previous game, which was, I believe, 16 minutes. He may be up to a 20-minute um, uh, threshold here in this game, maybe more. But I feel like um, they, they're – and because CJ is always kind of that third guy. It was kind of that forgotten guy, right? Zion BI, Zion BI. You know, they're the duo and all this kind of stuff. And there's CJ with D'Angelo Russell, Austin Reeves. Come on, man. He's going to scorch these guys. And they're terrific offensive players too, but they're not going to stop CJ McCollum. So I think the Lakers are going to put a blanket on BI. And, and CJ is going to have to score well more than 17 and a half if they want to win this game. So I'm over on Zion at 22 and a half. Over on CJ at 17 and a half, and I'm over on LeBron at 28 points. And, you know, it's a big number. It's a step out. It's not even close to his regular season average, but these are the games that he lives for. He's been talking about how much this cup means to him and how much he wants to win it, and he's going to go for it. And the Pelicans don't have anybody that can stop LeBron James, man. They do not. So uh, I think it's going to be a really fun, um, uh, offensive-minded game, I believe. Not like super crazy high scoring, but I think the guys are going to get their numbers in the right spot. So Zion, CJ, and Braun with their points. I'm going over, Doc, and trying to get a three-leg parlay here. I like it. I like it. I've got a five-gamer. This is based on the Rotowire uh, optimizer tool I, I told you all about, which you can find if you go to Rotowire and dig around. Um, I wish I had the link, but I don't. Uh, I got Herb Jones. Over four rebounds. That seems reasonable, right? Trey Murphy, three-point specialist slash dunk contest competitor. To higher than two and a half three-pointers. He's going to get tons of minutes, man. Murphy's looked great since he's come back. He's going to hit three triples. I got LeBron like you do. I got him. Uh, oh, actually, I don't. I got LeBron under... 43 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. Why you hate, bro? I think it's gonna be AD. That's well, that's what Rotowire told me to do, dog. Uh I got Jonas Valanciunas higher than 23 and a half. Hey, just, points just and quick rebounds. quickly, you know, you know why uh Rotowire is doing that? Because the numbers are so far above his regular season averages. I I, I totally get what the system is doing right there, man. I get it. I get it. Um, but you know what I mean? I'm like, I just got a vibe on LeBron tonight. You know what I mean? Like I got a gut that, that he's going to have a big one tonight, but that I understand why he's, why the, the optimizer is telling you to go under because these numbers are well above his regular season averages. So the computer's probably like, does not compute. Like, where are these numbers coming from? <laughs> right. And so I'm boosting in, um, you know, the motivation factor with a one and done final four Vegas in season tournament. Right. I think all that stuff matters for this game. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, and I think with, with, it's either going to be AD or LeBron. One of them is going to go off. We just don't know which one. And I think we're in a similar situa situation with Zion. Zion's either going to get 10 rebounds or he's going to get 30, 30 points. He's not going to get 30 and 10. Like he's going to get 15 and 10, 15 points, 10 boards, or he's going to get 27 points and five boards. Charles Barkley's like, we need him, like, Zion needs to crash the boards and score, really. But I, he hasn't been doing both at the same time. So you got to kind of pick one or the other. And I, I've, been, I, I've been going with rebounds instead of points for Zion. Uh, and then the other guy I got in there is Austin Reeves. I think he's going to have a good game tonight. Uh, higher than 18 and a half points and rebounds combined. I like the Reeves call. I do. Uh, his number was at 14 and a half, I believe. Um, he's man. a he's a guy that uh for points, he's a guy that I uh that I may be adding to a bigger parlay um later on. So it is Rick Kamla, it is Steve Alexander, aka Dr. A, and uh wrapping up here um the Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Um, Doc, let's talk a uh, point spread here on Lakers and Pelicans. 
Uh, it's one and a half. Um, I would think that the Lakers would be favored by a little bit more than this, but it's one and a half. So Vegas and the way the money is coming in tells you that this is going to be a very, very close game. Uh, I thought the point spread on Milwaukee, Indiana was too much. You did as well. We both tried to live inside that number or just get a win. We took the five and a half with the Pacers. Um, I'm going to lay the one and a half here with the Los Angeles Lakers, Doc. Uh, I like them to win. Um, I like them to win the tournament at this point. And I think it'll be Lakers and Bucks um, in the championship game on Saturday. But I do like Lakers minus one and a half, uh, uh, Doc. I do. Um, the Lakers really don't have a good matchup for Zion Williamson. Um, that's kind of a hiccup for me. But I do overall like the duo of LeBron and Davis uh, more than Zion and Ingram. And it's not just liking them. It's trusting them. Who's better? Who is more explosive? Um, and all that kind of like LeBron's not explosive. Like anatomically he is, but statistically he's not. He doesn't go off for 40 points. He doesn't put up triple doubles. He basically 25, 7, and 5 every night. He just kind of always is around those numbers. Uh, B.I. is not really explosive. He doesn't go massive in these games. Um, and the Lakers are healthy, uh, Doc, and they, they got their dudes. They got Vando back, who's going to be very effective defensively in his minutes. So I got the Lakers minus one and a half, Doc. How about you? I do too. Um, I, I think, I think the reason the number's so close is because now that the Pelicans are at full steam, full force, CJ McCollum is back. He's, he's been an incredible fantasy player this year, like second round value. Uh, Trey Murphy looks awesome. Herb Jones looks awesome. Jonas Valanciunas playing well. B.I. He's been healthy for once. Zion's been healthy for once. I mean, New Orleans is suddenly the deepest team in this tournament, probably, right? And then you got the Lakers, where you got their starting lineup and then nothing else. Like, their bench is kind of garbage. So it's depth versus starters. And I do give the, the nod by a little bit to LeBron and AD and Austin Reeves and D'Angelo Russell, but... If it comes down to foul trouble and it comes down to a tight game and it comes down to guys being winded, uh, I think New Orleans has a little bit of an edge. So I think it's going to be a great game. The late game tonight is going to be awesome. And I'm going to go with the Lakers just because I picked them to win the tournament the other day. I've got AD as my MVP. Uh, so for him to win that, they need to win and he needs to go off. But, um, yeah, I, I, I like Lakers minus one and a half. All right, Doc, let's answer a couple more questions here. And yeah, uh, do we'll... this one. I got one. Oh, you got it. Yeah. Oh, that's what I was going to do from Andre uh, Sasson. That that wasn't the one I was going to do, but let's uh, let's go ahead and do it here. Uh, all right, Doc, uh, tell him, uh, tell uh, my man here, Andre uh, Sasson, about uh, Santi Aldama. Is he a long-term player? Is he? I don't know. Uh, I kind of feel like he is. I kind of feel like he is. I think Xavier Tillman uh, has run its course, right? I I just called Xavier Tillman an it instead of a him. Uh, that's my bad. Uh, but no, I, I, I feel like Xavier Tillman is not the answer. Steven Adams, gone. Bye-bye. Won't see him all year. Santi Aldama has kind of been doing stuff. He looks good. I don't have his numbers pulled up in front of me, but uh, I like Aldama. I think he is a guy that you want on your roster right now. And, and you know, he's one of those guys in fantasy where you just ride him till the wheels fall off. Yeah, I'm not a Santi Aldama guy. Uh, I mean, I, I like him as a bench player. <clears throat> you know, he could be a backup four or five in the NBA if I were a GM of an NBA team. Starting, uh, that's a hell no. Um, that is if I want to win. Um, you're not going to win with Aldama in your starting lineup. Long-term, is he a good fantasy player? Nah, I, I don't think so. I think he's a streamer um, or, like Doc said, uh, a pickup off the waiver wire and run him um, until he runs out of gas and then put him back on waivers. He's at 13 points, six rebounds, two assists, uh, uh, one and a half stocks. I say that because I know what annoys Doc. Um, 0.8 steals, 0.7 blocks. He is at 1.73s. Uh, but the shooting has not been good. It's dipped a lot. Why? More minutes, uh, more defensive attention, all that obvious stuff. Um, when the guys get healthy, and Adams, of course, will not. Uh, but Adams is under contract beyond this year, okay? So that's going to be a block 
for Aldama moving forward. Brandon Clark looms as a block for Aldama moving forward. So I would uh, ride him until, um, you know, fortifications come back and the cavalry comes home. And heck, maybe you can ride him for the, through this year. If 13-6 and two uh, with under one and one in the D and almost two threes, if that works for you somehow, some way, cool, knock yourself out. But I, I don't, I, I think next year when the Memphis Grizzlies are whole, Santi Aldama will be a 17 to 20 minute bench player. Next year, yes. Uh, he struggled shooting his last two games. Before that, he went on a four-game run with double-figure scoring. Before that, he had a he was scoring a bunch of points. He's been kind of bad the last two games, but in his last four games, he has at least a block and a steal in four straight. Those are stocks, bro. He also hit a three-pointer in four straight. He's also got a 12-rebound game, a seven-rebound game. Like I, I think Sani Aldama is fine right now, and I think this shooting slump is going to end because he's in a two-game two slump. But um, I've, been, I, I've enjoyed what Santi Aldama has done so far. He's been solid. Uh, we had a, a turnover here by the Bucks, run out by the Pacers. Nice unselfish. Pacers up four. Nice unpa- uh, unselfish shovel pass uh, from T.J. McConnell to Matherin for the blast and uh, a, a four-point lead for the Pacers. Um, really fun game, man. Um, all right, one more here. Uh, let's pull up. Uh, um, let me go to uh, this one right here. Uh, last question of the day. Uh, L.A.L. Toth or Lal Toth um, says, uh, who can I possibly offer for Herb Jones? Either one for one or package one of these players. And he's got Giddy. John Collins, Kelly Oubre, Chris Paul, and Contavious Caldwell Pope. Um, any of I, them. Pick two, that, any two. Really? You're throwing Giddy uh down into that uh mix where you're just you're just giving away Giddy like that? The Giddy's been bad. I understand. I do. Uh we are a quarter of the way through the season. We don't we don't see this t- turning around. Uh I, Doc Doc is pretty firm on that answer right there. I would try to package. I mean, and the other thing, let's not go crazy about Herb Jones. I mean, like he is a good fantasy player. Uh, is he a great fantasy player? I tell you what, Doc, he's great at one particular category, and you know what category that is, the stock category. Um, I'm, I love uh, rankling you with that right now. But uh, but um, our guy. Two categories, by the way. Our, yeah, it is, it is. Uh, look at you. Look, um, Herb Jones is at 12 points, four rebounds, three assists. Okay. 12, four and three. That's waiver wire stuff. Uh, 1.3 blocks, 1.1 steals, 3.1 stocks. That is elite. Um, and he's at 1.3 threes, which is waiver wire material. So let's not go crazy on Herb Jones. Okay. Herb Jones is rated as a top 30 player right now. That's cool. That's cool. That's what the metrics can say. Uh, I know uh, the Rick Kamla algorithm that has been so successful for literally like two generations. <laughs> and, uh, and I mean, it, it's about where are you making a difference statistically? Okay. Where is Herb Joe? I understand uh, the ranking and I, I appreciate it and, and I, all that stuff. Okay. Herb is at 52% from the field. But to me, that's a little overrated when you, when you accumulate the whole thing. He's taking eight shots per game. Okay, so that's not really, I mean, cool, you're getting great efficiency on eight shots. Okay, I want great efficiency on 16 or 20 shots. Um, You know, he's 36% on threes, 88% from the line. But again, we're taking three free throws per game. So, okay, he's 88 from the line, but it's three free throws a game. What is that really? The, the diff, it's, so it's where are you making a difference? Okay, like a big man, like Joel Embiid with six assists, right? Okay, or um, you know, Valanciunas with not Valanciunas, Sabonis with his assist. Where are you making a difference? Where are you cutting through the clutter? Uh, you know, Luca with the rebounds, and you know, so a guard that rebounds, a, a big that dimes. Um, that's what I'm looking for, dude. I'm and look, I got Herb on a couple of teams. Um, frankly, if if some hot comes down the track, I'm probably going to send him back to waivers, man, because I, I look at him as a difference maker in two categories, and, and I know you disagree with this. So um, I would not trade. I would give, I would offer John Collins for Herb Jones. All right. Okay. Cause he's going to get shut down. I would offer Chris Paul for Herb Jones for a bunch of obvious reasons. 
Um, Ubre, they're not going to even take your call on that. Contavious Caldwell Pope, I don't think they'll take your call on that one either. Um, and, and Giddy, I just I got to see more from this Giddy thing to just uh, to just give them away for uh, for Herb Jones here. But I know you're disagreeing with a lot of the stocks. So go ahead. Giddy in the rankings that I am looking at, which I need to get in the habit of just going to the RotoWire rankings and not use this other website that I love. Giddy is a 20th round fantasy player right now. 233rd overall. 11.8 points. 0.8 threes. 5.7 rebounds. 4.3 assists. 0.7 steals. 0.5 blocks. 42% field goal. And he's got this legal thing hanging over his head. Jalen Williams going off. Chet Holmgren going off. SGA, Ty Halliburton Jr. You got all these guys balling out around. And Giddy's just like out there on an island by himself. You know, uh, Giddy's hurting your team more than he's helping you right now. Trade Josh Giddy. Get Herb Jones, a third-round fantasy stud. Run him out there every night. Be done with it. All right, so uh, Lal Toth, I we tried to help you. Uh, hopefully, we did in some kind of way. Um, and again, like who's better right now? Clearly, I would rather have uh, uh, Herb Jones in my lineup than Josh Giddy. There's no question about that. I just wonder if things change a little bit for Giddy moving forward. Uh, that's that's where I'm at, man. Um, Doc, anything else you want to tell the people before we say bye bye? Well, yes, you need to click on this thing, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. Keep us going. Make sure we're here every Thursday morning, not usually in the afternoon. Hit those buttons. And uh, there is a free, uh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to find this or not. You can try RotoWire for free by clicking on, oh man, I don't have it pulled up. I, I sometimes, oh, I think I got it, Rick. Can you give me five seconds to see if I can pull this up? Yeah, it's Rick Campbell, uh, Steve Alexander. We are the RotoWire Fantasy Basketball Podcast here. Try RotoWire for free at rotowire.com slash try, T-R-Y. And then you get to try it for free. You get access to all the tools we talked about today, all the news, everything. It's 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 awesome. So, all right, one more because we're nice people here. Uh, howdy. Um, says, please answer my question with a quick yes or no. He says, uh, should I trade Jalen Brunson and Osar Thompson for Jason Tatum? Now, listen to me. In a dynasty league, no. In a regular league, yes. I would do that. Because uh, uh, Monty Williams has the worst rotations in basketball right now, and he's messing with my guy, Osar Thompson. Um, and so no end in sight to that. Uh, <clears throat> but Doc, look, I in a dynasty league, no, 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 no. I'm not giving up Brunson and Osar. I think Osar is going to have a huge career. Okay. Um, but in a, in a regular league, yes, I, I would offer that two pack up and see what they do. Well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to trade Brunson and Osar Thompson for Jason Tatum. And then when Kamla drops Herb Jones next week, I'm picking him up, slotting him in there, and I win my league. It's done. <laughs> Herb Jones is not a league winner, man. He is not a league winner at 12, uh, four and two or whatever those uh, PRA numbers were not a league winner, man. Uh, look, we we've gotten, uh, uh, you're, you're very welcome. Howdy. Thank you so much for joining us here, man. Um, we've gotten to the bottom of a lot of a lot of stuff. Okay. Uh, we both think Travis Kelsey is overexposed. I think the Manning brothers are overexposed. Doc, not so much. Um, Doc is, uh, we're both Jimmy John's guys, although I'm the JJ guard and he is the, uh, what was the one you said? The, the Turkey, Turkey Tom, Turkey Tom. And, uh, and so right there, we, we, we've kind of parted ways in the road here on Herb Jones. Players, well. players that rank lower right now than Herb Jones. Ready? Trey Young. Chris, that's are you Jimmy. telling me you would rather have Herb Jones in your lineup than Trey Young? LaMelo Ball, Stop. Giannis Anadokounmpo. Jimmy Butler, Anthony Edwards, Evan Mobley, DeJounte Murray, Demonis Sabonis, Mikhail Bridges. The list goes on, baby. I sound like Dick Vitale right now. 
So, uh, Doc, you the man. Um, I always appreciate these uh, moments with you in this podcast. Uh, we'll be back next Thursday on a regular time, 11 a.m. Eastern. Um, today I had to change it up based on uh, some other stuff in the in-season tournament. It kind of threw my whole schedule off. But I uh, appreciate all of y'all's flexibility and hanging out with us here. For Dr. A, for everybody here at Rotowire, thank you so much for watching the Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Enjoy the in-season tournament, guys, and we'll talk to you very, very soon. Uh, I'll the headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over 3 million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not ready hour foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.